Ladies and gentlemen, Taraji P. Looking Hi. so pretty. Thank you. I spent like an extra 30 minutes doing my makeup somehow. I feel like I did it all wrong. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, so you pretty. You pretty too. Love your jewelry. Thank you. She looks like one of us. <laughs> you do. Welcome home, Taraji. Well, Thank I, you. I was actually reading something that said your, your lineage is Cameroon. from Cameroon. Yeah, on my mother's mother's side. Is that a real thing? Yeah. Wow, incredible, <laughs> amazing. That's, I mean, we, it's something that we wanted to do as well to kind of trace where we're from. And I think it's beautiful that uh, you, well, firstly, that you're here and that <laughs> you truly are African. When you say motherland, you know what you're talking about. You must be exhausted. I'm very exhausted, but I'm here. And we I, ha- I don't get here often. So. Yeah. Well, the last time um, there was a story that you were coming here for an international women's in media conference. <laughs> was, you saw I shut that down real quick. Where were you when you when I you discovered that? I was at work. That? I was on the set of Empire. And and you were like, huh? I was like, Why? I almost called Pam. Like <laughs> Pam. Pam <laughs> <laughs> yeah. was like, I didn't. I didn't book this. Yeah. No. It was a scam. And see, I don't like people using my name scamming my fans because you know people are coming because they. See my name on there. Yeah. So I wanted to set the record straight. Well, welcome back, first Thank and you. foremost, <laughs> and you're here for real this time. Yes. Is this stuff that you've been doing that you didn't get to do the first time around? Uh, yes. This time I went to the Apartheid um, Museum, and I also went to Constitution Hill. How was that? The Apartheid Museum. It was tough. Mm. It's hard for. I mean, I I imagine it's probably harder for us because it's so close to home. I can say my grandmother was there, mm-hmm. but also because of the American uh, history, I can imagine for you it's something that feels like something you recognize oh absolutely i mean you know this it was one part of the um exhibit that got to me and it was when you know uh prisoners were coming up dead Mm. and all of a sudden oh they hung themselves Mm. or Or they fell off they fell they got sick or Mm. no you killed them yeah so you know we have that epidemic as you know going Mm -hmm. on in the states so that one really touched me to the core all of it did it's just I don't know what kind of... You can't be human to torture people like that. You got to be... You can't have a heart. Something is off or you are just a devil or you are of something else. Because I don't care who you are, what color you are. I want people to make it. I, I want people... I don't... I just... I can't understand oppressing another human. I just don't understand that concept. And you've been part of projects that are very much pro, not only women, but pro-black women. Hidden figures, for example, is is an incredible example of that. Um, How much of stuff like that do you draw in order to portray a character like that? Um... From my own personal experiences, yeah. well, I couldn't draw nothing for Catherine. <laughs> yeah. I'm sucking. <laughs> I failed pre-calc in college, so um, I just had to pretend. I had to work on those uh, equations at home. Like I used to, ha- I just have to had to work on them because you know I, the next day it had to look like I knew what I was yeah. doing and saying. So I just had to. They gave. They bought me a big old chalkboard and I kept it in my apartment and I just kept working on those. Um, equations and saying my line so that I could make it look like it was real. It probably gives you like a greater appreciation of what uh, oh, your absolutely. scientists do, right? Absolutely. Not to say what you do is any easier. 
It's not, but scientists, I think, got it harder. They no. got to go to school for longer, that's well, for sure. I mean, you have to bear your heart and your soul most of the oh, time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I mean, I don't know, from, from where I sit, you seem like such a fun-loving, obviously, we all have struggles and a backstory, yes. mm-hmm. but generally, just a fun-loving person who likes to laugh yes. most of the time. But when you, when you, you know, go into a project like Hidden Figures, where you sort of have to kind of tap into the parts of your life that weren't so great, perhaps. Yeah, that's pretty much all the characters, you know, um, I've played some pretty deep characters, yeah. you know, <laughs> with with some uh, coming from dark, traumatic, you know, experiences. Mm-hmm. But not that I could identify with everything. But you know, when those moments when I can't, if it's really good writing, you know, this is my instrument. Just like mm-hmm. a, a you know, a musician can pick up their or whatever instrument and play at flat or whatever that music sheet is. They have to be able to play those notes mm-hmm. you know at right on at will so that's like with acting you know I have to conjure up emotions right away mm-hmm. but I know my instrument enough so I can turn it on and off I can literally be crying in the scene and they yell cut and I be like yeah girl so what was I saying <laughs> <laughs> but this is my instrument yeah. and I know how to work it I know how to make it do the things it needs to do hanging out with Taraji P. Henson yeah. sure where do we begin I've got so much to ask I literally don't know where to start <laughs> I mean first and foremost you like you I, I imagine cookie or you drew cookie from yourself Mm -hmm. in the sense that your hustle game is like on fleek like don't sleep I mean you were doing two jobs while at varsity yeah when I was in college I had two jobs I was working um, as a part time waitress at um, Pentagon and then I would go to school do my classes and then at night I was a singing dancing waitress on a Mm. dinner cruise in DC and all of this was obviously to find your education yeah to pay for I mean my parents didn't I didn't come from money so I had to figure it out (laughs) I just knew I had to go to school so I did it it's also going into a profession that really has very close to little guarantees that you'll actually make it I know but I'd rather go to school for something I'm passionate about because that's going to keep me in my classes Mm -hmm. because I tried it the other way trying to do something I didn't like doing that was electrical engineering and you saw I failed miserably yeah. Yeah. <laughs> obviously that's not what I was supposed to be doing so when I switched moved back home and went to Howard and switched my major I succeeded because that's where obviously I was supposed to be and clearly in life that's where I was supposed to be I just didn't um failing and quitting just was never an option for me especially after I became pregnant became a mother Made, made you more determined, well, I imagine. Yeah, I was just like, somebody's going to open up the door. We're a generation <laughs> of like instant gratification, right? Oh, uh, yeah. So like we want this and we want it now. Mm-hmm. But I think your story is a true representation of resilience and hard work and perseverance and all those good words. Yeah. Um, what kept you going? I just knew that the industry needed didn't have a, my voice. Mm-hmm. And um, I knew my voice was needed. Because I didn't see a lot of representation of like my kind of, you know, Jada Pinkett was like the group, the you know, she was, you yeah. know what I mean? And yeah. I, I, did, I said, I want to do that. You know <laughs> what I mean? And so, you know, I just felt like I was just like, I, I knew I was talented. Mm. I almost went broke, put myself through school. Mm-hmm. So I knew I had what it took. I just had to, I just needed the right door to open. How long till you were done uh, in college until you landed your first actual proper role? So I moved out to L.A. in February of 96. And I was working about a year and a half. Mm -hmm. And then I started booking like guest stars here and there. And then it was Baby Boy. Yes. But... I also knew that after Baby Boy, I just, I don't know, maybe it was wisdom or discernment, but I just knew deep down because I was a woman of color that 
my career wasn't going to be the same on the same trajectory as Tyrese's because mm-hmm. when he when we finished that film everybody's like you're going to be a star you're going to be and I just knew to think better and stay humble mm-hmm. and grounded but I did also know you know Tyrese booked two franchise movies right after Baby Boy and he was new at acting sheesh he booked Fast and Furious and he also booked um, Transformers and and I mean they all had sequels yes <laughs> right. and, 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 and and so where did I go I ended up on a television show on Lifetime a cable network sheesh Something you're very vocal about is equal pay. Yeah. Something uh, I'm an actress, other than what I'm doing here today. Mm-hmm. And me. Yes. Uh, and and Sims, she's just started her, her yeah. acting career. I'm in a I'm in a television ad for a hamburger. Yes. How- <laughs> she plays the hamburger. Oh, cut it out! I'm not, you're, you know what? And she gets eaten. <laughs> Does your man get like jealous? No. No, he doesn't. Because I tell him everything before he sees the movie. So he's not like, you didn't tell me you were doing that. But he is so confident. But I mean, when you do like some like hectic, like, mm. I mean, mm. we're human. I had to explain. I had to explain to him that it's work, you know, and that it's not fun. Like it's mm. that's very uncomfortable. I don't know these guys, you know. But I have to pretend like we have a relationship and we know each yeah. other. That's very weird. <laughs> but I mean, when you're working on a project for a very long time, yeah, you do kind of get to know your cast members because you spend a little bit of time with them. Maybe not now because obviously you look at the guys probably in a different light. Yeah. But just throughout your career, has there been a time where you're just like, mm. it's called no. a showman's. It's called I don't mix business with play. Okay. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but I can look and say, yeah. Michael Ely's a nice looking guy yes. Aldous Hodge they're all nice I mean, looking guys that's why they're in the business mm. but I don't ever I have never in my life mixed business with pleasure do you sometimes get to choose like the guys yes play? I, I chose Aldous um, Hodges for must be like so a nice <laughs> I, chose, I chose Terrence Howard for Empire yes shut the front door yeah. you also direct some of the episodes on Empire I have not you that have not Jussie and um, Becky is about I mean Becky Gabrielle Gabrielle <laughs> Gabri- Gabrielle Sidibe is about to um, Gabaray what am I doing yeah. Gabaray I know her name Gabaray <laughs> Sidibe is about to direct the 13th episode when, as soon as we get back from our break well we've got uh, an idea it's really mm. CZ's idea I just added to it uh, please don't omit my part of of All right, the so proposal. Pam, I'm also glad you're here because maybe yeah, you Pam, can come make in. this happen. This the mic. So, okay. season six. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> here we go. Opens up. Cookie okay. has just found out that if Lucius is gone. No, no. Has an illegitimate child who has a twin sister in Africa. And that's right? m- me and him. We're so not identical. Basically, <laughs> That this boy, me, uh-huh. goes over, tries to take over Empire. Okay. In the process, falls in love with Cookie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no? Can you see it? And the best part, guys, Pam, you love this. You have, mm-hmm. you can save money on casting mm-hmm. because I've got the job already. Yes. And he sings. Thank you. And he oh, sings. Perfect. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> cool. Fantastic. I'm in Empire. Uh, you'll send you. us uh, the producers. contract. Okay. Yeah. My people will call your people. <laughs> Thank you so much. I don't have people, so just call me. Just call me. <laughs> call me direct zero seven. <laughs> okay, back to real life. There's some WhatsApps that came through. Hey guys, hey Taraji. Um, I just wanted to find out if Taraji uh, regrets shooting that full nerd scene in Baby Boy, or if she's the just not scene. afraid to bear it all for for a role in a, in any movie. It's too late to regret it because it's already there. Um, but no, I don't regret it. It was a part of the story. I, you know, it wasn't grotesque. It wasn't being nude just for being nude. It was actually 
to help tell the story and to help the audience understand this relationship with this young couple and how couples often don't communicate. Mm. They fight and then they have sex and that's mm. a form of communication that's dysfunction. And that was a part of the film that had to be told. We're talking about a baby boy. Mm -hmm. So a baby boy doesn't know how to communicate. So that's a very important part of the story. So it wasn't like I'm just mowing along butt naked <laughs> now. Come on. <laughs> I mean, are there certain things that you just wouldn't do? Um... It, it depends. If I'm not going to do it, then that means I don't I don't. You shouldn't agree. be doing the project. Yeah, I would never do a project and then get to the last minute and choke. I read it, and then if it doesn't make sense, then, it's, then I will question or challenge the writers or the producers. And if they don't budge on it, it's like, I'm out. Okay. You know? But it's not that I'm not going to do it because Taraji can't do it. You know, I, I can't judge the character. Mm. If the character flashes people, then I got to do it. you flash the people. You know, mm. it's just if I'm passionate enough about the project to do it. <coughs> There's another project that you just started, foundation that you started. You also had a yard sale. <laughs> I wish I was there. Uh, <laughs> it actually kind of was. It was a. It was a very upscale version of a. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Got a video coming through. A video. Easy. A if video? it was easy, there'd be no Kerry Washington. Uh, if it was uh, easy, there'd be no Taraji Henson. Yes. If it were easy, there'd be no Octavia Spencer. But not only that, if it were easy, there'd be no Viola Davis. How does that make you feel? It made me feel great. <laughs> <laughs> and I was in the audience. Like, you didn't do too badly. I did. I was like, this is hell said my name. You didn't say that so badly. <laughs> but I mean, when you're listed, and I mean, rightfully so, with such incredible women, mm -hmm. you yourself being such an incredible woman, do you like wake up and go, yes, queen? No, that's what I expected. <laughs> that's what I worked my butt off to get. Yeah. And, you know, I don't want to not be on that list that's mm -hmm. that's what I've worked so hard for to be one of the names on the list mm -hmm. what is the biggest lesson that you've learned in life uh, that's gotten you to where you are today just stay in my lane stay focused on me and not uh, not compare myself it's so hard to do but you have to even when I check I, I feel myself doing I check myself right away mm -hmm. you know and it's hard to do and especially for these children coming up now with social media and people posting these fake lives or these fake, you know, uh, representations of themselves. You know, it's all an act. And kids, they look at that and go, ooh, I wish I should be, ooh, I should, wish I was pretty as her. And, you know, not to, they're filters. Mm. You know, uh, these things called filters to make you look like you don't look. And it's just become very superficial. So I just advise everyone, like I've done my whole life, just put my blinders on. And just stay in my lane and focus on what I'm doing. And I mean, it's it's not the easiest thing, no. or maybe sometimes it is the easiest thing, depending on what your personal background is and how you were raised. And yeah. I, I think sometimes people go into this industry for perhaps the wrong reasons, mm -hmm. and that's how then they get kind of lost in it all and kind of lose who they are. What do you think it was in your upbringing that has you so like you're okay? Like I'm. This is this is Taraji, and take me as I am. My family, um, you know, they have just nurtured me and allowed me to be me when I was a kid. And so when I grew up, that's I just grew up comfortable in my skin because my family made it so. And so you know, I know who I am. I own my truth. Mm -hmm. I'm not afraid of it. I think um, owning your truth is is power because people can't use your story against you because you beat them to the punch. Yeah. You know, so that's power in that. 
I also feel like I mean I was a huge fan I, I remember I was watching movies I shouldn't have been watching like Baby Boy I was 11 <laughs> years old I think when that came out I had no business watching that but it, it's almost as though it's it's taken you a little while longer than mm-hmm. with the next person to sort of get to where I believe you deserve to be a long time ago yeah. why do you think that was so? Because I had a lot of edge that's what you know I would get judged based on Taraji being Taraji walking in the room but you can't judge me on who I am. That's never going to change. I don't care who I become and how big I get. I'm always going to be Taraji, the roundaway girl. I can get corporate. What, my eyes leak? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I can be corporate. You know, I know how to pull it together and speak with a very, you know... Um, eloquent. Eloquent accent. But mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm a roundaway girl. I'm always going to be me. I don't know how around to be Around the me. way, girl. I have, I have to have a me to go back to when mm-hmm. I play all of these characters. And so... The problem is they kept saying I was edgy and this and that, but I have done Shakespeare in the park. You know, I yeah. have done some of the best. I've read some of the best. I've studied. You know, I'm I'm an artist. See me as who I am, an artist. And, and we love you. Yeah, thank you. We and do. all of you and all the characters that you play. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. So beautifully and truly what an honor to, you know, sit down across mm-hmm. the room from mm-hmm. you. I think there's so much mm-hmm. to learn from you. Just your spirit, you sit with someone and just the energy. You must be hell of exhausted, but <laughs> I can feel that you just, you know, a human being that sat here yeah. and you know, was interacting with fellow human beings, oh. and I thank you for that. Thank and we'll you. see you Thanks in season six. Eh? <laughs> I don't know. You ran here telling people I bit Beyonce. I don't know. The Tabuti Drive. Weekdays, 3 to 6 p.m. On 5FM.